0: I'm your host Saxon. This episode was scriptless. One, because we didn't have a script ready and two, because we want to try a new format of podcasting. So it's going to be more of a conversation.
1: We're going to talk about some space news. Enjoy. I'm Eric Kapoor and this is Kiosk Network Podcast. So, Saxon, this, this month in general has like had like, so much stuff in space from the James Webb. It is, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, did you hear about the James Webb aligning its, te- its mirrors finally? I did actually, and uh, that was a super great news because I I was actually very excited for that.
0: And I've uh, heard that it's gonna start calibrating its mirrors further, so it's
1: finally gonna be able to take detailed, science-quality photos. Finally, I'm telling you, it's always so sad. Like you are always waiting for those. We're always waiting for those telescopes finally get ready, and then takes forever. Well, another news: they're for the so like for the fifth time now. They're like rumors of them starting the Artemis program again. I have no clue where that's going. Oh, really? Yeah, I know. It's like the rumors started when? 2000? There were rumors that we we're going to go back to the moon, okay? Then then they then go silent. Then come, I think, 2020, 2019. They go like, okay, yeah, we've we got funding, we're going to the moon. And, they, and we go, okay. We ask when? They go, 2024. We go, okay. Then they say, 2020, 110% we're going in 2020. And then they go, 2021. And now they're saying February of 2022. Now watch. At least by next week, they'll probably say 2023. I bet you on that section. I bet you on that. Every space company. You see, the thing is, space companies have billions of dollars budgets, right? Except they cannot get the one essential thing, a calendar. they are desperate needs of calendar. <laughs> Seriously. No, but, but still, I, I also heard that the ESA, European Space Agency, is also uh, doing a team up with another company. Uh, Raspberry Pi. They're doing a they're doing a team up with the Raspberry Pi Foundation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently, they're sending this thing up into space called the Astro Pi. Uh, what are they gonna do with that? Yeah, you know, I'll send a link to you. you uh, we can put it in the description for this thing. But yeah, they're sending up Astro. So basically, yeah, a Raspberry Pi on steroids. Pretty much. Yes, that's a really good summarization. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yes, <laughs> but but still, I, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be pretty. I think it's gonna be pretty good. Especially for the Raspberry Pi Foundation. Yeah, so
0: I don't, I don't get the thing. What what is Ra- What can Raspberry Pi do that,
1: you know, other other things can't? Honestly, Raspberry Pi is just a computer. I, I, honestly, I think the reason they're actually sending it to space is just to make the ESA look nice. I mean, they, because, I mean, they're not the biggest space company out there. They're not the kind of space company out there. They're not the most evolved space company out there. So I guess what they're trying to do is they kind of like throw like, we are for the people. We work with children. We work with small companies. Because, yeah, I like have NASA over here working with SpaceX and the ESA working with no one.
0: You we were talking about them not being the nicest company? What is that about?
1: <laughs> okay, I could go on for this forever. But, I mean, like, well, for starters, they, they, they don't give contracts. They don't hire astronauts. And, and, and not just that, their, their rocket lineup is horrible. They don't want to evolve it. They rely on the U.S. too much, so I mean, try to I try to look at them with equal eyes, but it's really hard now. <laughs> do yeah? Do they not have the budget, or do they just don't want to do it? Honestly, I'll tell you this: every country in the world is slowly forgetting science. They're they're forgetting science. The U.S. is making budget cuts to NASA. They're ma- Canada, where we are, is making budget cuts. to there already underdeveloped space organization
0: yeah um, if you look at how many astronauts we send in space or how much of space activity we take part in it's really not
1: that much compared to our budget and other companies yeah i know i mean i mean like i was on instagram the other day and i saw the CSA, canadian space agency release a story you know what it was about it was about they created a thermal sensor for the James Webb telescope, a thermal sensor, like a temperature sensor. I go like, um, wow. We should get your bouquet. We should set up a party. I mean, like I mean, I don't mean I, I don't I don't mean to like disgrace the work. I'm sure there are a lot of scientists working hard on it, but like I mean, Canada doesn't have a single rocket, let alone satellites.
0: When we look at um the space game or uh, what people say the new space race. Um, which company do you think uh, is leading, and which company is gonna excel?
1: Because I personally think it's either NASA or SpaceX or them combined. Honestly, I think NASA will not make it anymore because they're an old company. They're getting older and older day by day. They're they're not doing much work anymore. They're more and more relying on private companies. Like I mean, like they have a chance, but they'll be like a relic of the past. They'll be like they'll be like the connector that connects multiple companies together. And who's gonna win? Um, I mean, like it'll be everyone. I'm, I'm telling you, it'll be a joint effort. I'm telling you. Yeah, because um, the new space race there can't be a winner.
0: People are trying to get as many satellites out into space as they can. SpaceX se- is sending is sending twenty one thousand satellites. I'm pretty sure, or something else
1: for um the internet thing that they have. Yeah, Starlink. 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 Yeah, Starlink. Yeah, yeah. But you know. Um, like, maybe you might not know about me, but I really like to stargaze. Now, as much as I am for Starlink, like, I mean, I get the point, like, we have Wi-Fi everywhere now, but it's kind of like polluting our skies more than they already are. So, like, every two seconds, you see a big white dust go across the sky. Oh, what was that? Oh, you know, that was just another Starlink satellite. It's getting harder and harder to, like, look at the stars now. It's pollution. yeah. Are the Starlink
0: satellites at a point right now where you actually see them zooming by? Or
1: honestly, um, I think they're close, they haven't got there that far. That like, I mean, like, if you're lucky, yeah, you, you might see a few, but like, you see it at the point where you know it's gonna get more and more. Like, right now, um, uh, li- I live in a pretty light, polluted spot, so they're pretty faint, but you see them, but I mean, like. As, as they're more and more, they'll, they'll, reflect, they'll reflect a lot of light. And when they do, like, even people in, like, the most light pollution will start seeing them. And it'll be a problem.
0: Um, so, I, I watched this documentary by Johnny Harris. He makes some awesome YouTube videos. He was talking about those um, satellites damaging Earth space telescopes because, um,
1: yeah. Yeah. That's such a big problem. I'm telling you, like, space junk these days, like, no one cares about it, but it's a problem. I mean like I mean like these they like just a small speck of paint could completely blow up an entire satellite the speck of paint the size of my nail
0: um uh, yeah um even uh, the uh, telescopes that are on Earth that are meant to look at space are breaking because uh, when the uh, Starlink satellites zoom by, they reflect this huge wave of light at them, and it damages their sensors. Um, uh, because it's yeah, big. Bec-
1: yeah, seriously, it can, especially when you're doing astrophotography. Like, I mean, like you're trying, you're looking at one part of the sky for like maybe minutes or even hours, just keeping that camera open. And as soon as the Starlink passes by, and there, with so much light. It just completely ruins it. Like, I mean, why? Yeah,
0: um, and, um, uh, Elon Musk actually did uh, release a um, unref- a relatively unreflective version of the Starlink satellite, which is meant to not, not maybe not harm um, those telescopes because those telescopes are costing millions, and those satellites are,
1: you know, yeah, like these are. It's really hard to do astrophotography now. But yeah, I think, I think, I think Mr. Musk could do whatever he wants. But as long as they're that close to the sky and there, and there are those many, they'll always be light like, to some extent now. Yeah. But did you hear the big conspiracy over Starlink now? No, actually, yeah, I didn't. There are no more Starlinks. What? Yeah, seriously. So, I mean, I, I don't know the numbers on at the top of my head, but so and before in 2020, 2019, he was launching at least hundreds and hundreds of them, right? But now come December and January he's only launched like twenty fifty thirty like not that many hes hes he's launching less satellites uh maybe because he's getting closer to his goal that um to goal no way there aren't, there aren't nearly enough satellites yet they, are, did they say he's saying he's putting lasers in them now. I, Why would he do that? How's that gonna help? Uh, lasers, like, as in, like, a way to get communication to go through. So, like, let's say, uh, there's a satellite going over and it's giving me like information. Now, when that satellite's too far, so sa- the next satellite's gonna come over and start covering it, right? Now, this next satellite doesn't know what I was doing, so those lasers say what I was doing.
0: Oh, so isn't that just gonna make a weak
1: point in uh, Starlink? It can, but that's like. It like we didn't hear like how normal satellites work They actually have like ground stations which make sure that that doesn't happen. But like I don't know, it's Mr. Musk. He'll do he'll do the craziest thing and we'll prove it yeah, right. Yeah, that'll
0: need crazy encryption to uh, to successfully and securely um achieve that goal.
1: Honestly, I don't think it's a matter of security, like I'm like what? You have a hacker looking up at the telescope trying, trying to trying to try to the waves of light. Maybe <laughs> I tell you what, the day that happens, yeah, that the day that happens, will give you a million dollars. Ah, oh my, my million dollars
0: are waiting. Nice, <laughs> because because yeah, that that's, that, gonna that's gonna need that's crazy possible. encryption, and Musk has got the money to do that crazy in, in, encryption. Like he says, um, you you keep on making a, pro- a product better until there are a certain number of nines after the ninety-nine. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's happening with CPUs as well now. I mean, like especially in computers. Computers have gotten so powerful now that that you can't even make them any more powerful. Like they've gotten secure enough. They've they've reached their limits, and and they can't even make computers more powerful now either. Yeah, um, I heard
0: I heard this news from Mr. Who's the boss uh, a couple of months ago that Google is building this computer. It's so powerful it's gonna code itself um after a certain
1: point. Wow, actually, no. Those are those actually I've heard of. I think they're called neural networks. So the idea is you give it some training data, like something like you train off of, and then it builds its own. Well, I think like, I think that happened. That, that they used that for analyzers a while back. Yeah. But, that, but,
0: that, but I think something. Yeah, that's very interesting. Uh, continue, please.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that that happened with Google. Yeah. So I think some engineer at Google created a, created like this AI that can detect. Uh, like parties like what wins a party now what happened is this guy created it except the training data that he used for, so the computer could know what a party looks like was all with white people so what happened is when he saw a group of colored they, it actually wouldn't recognize them and this creates some huge internal thing when some colored developers got over it it was huge I I forgot when this happened but yeah that happened yeah, that that's not very awesome, as to say. <laughs> yeah, not but, I epic. Mean, I think this will be something with developers. I think we, we have. I think, especially when developers develop. I mean, like, I mean, I don't mean to point out, but like most developers are either Asian or um white? So I think that will cause some issues. But I think I, I think I think they'll get I think they'll get over it, and then you know our our technology will get better. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: um so why why is that because um uh, aren't those
1: computers meant to look at the shape and the they are but i mean it's a computer um they, i was looking at ted talk a while back computers just don't think like us they 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 don't see groups of people they see groups of people and then they go like huh what's so unique about these groups of people what makes it a party they see hey they have hats okay so hats is a trade-off a uh, party um Hey, we see vibrant colors. That's the trait of a party. Now, after that, then sometimes they measure skin color because again, computers, computers don't know what they're doing. Yeah, Com- computer, computers don't know what they're doing, so they just see skin color. Okay, so that's what makes a party. Now, when they see what doesn't meet that criteria, it goes like, "Oh, that's not a party. You're not a person. You don't exist."
0: <laughs> the, the, it's not.
1: It's not the developer's fault. It's the computer's fault. <laughs> yeah, so computers
0: don't understand racism basically or people.
1: <laughs> but principally yes. Very much so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, oh yeah, do you hear
1: about do you hear about that CS student that Musk gave five thousand dollars to? That was oh. something. What? Yeah, the CS student. Uh so somehow some kid figured out how to track Elon Musk's plane. Plane? Hold it, and Musk gave him five thousand dollars for for to, tracking to him. him? Yeah, tracking his plane, his jet. Yeah, um, I mean, why
0: would he do that? That's just encouraging know. his behavior or that kid's
1: behavior. Yeah, it was all I'm telling you, it was like all over the news. Musk pays five thousand dollars for Twitter student to get him to take down the to take down that Twitter account that was tracking it.
0: Oh, oh, so. That was a bribe to take it down, not because he achieved from, something. From, from Musk himself, yeah, seriously. I mean, Instead, I would, yeah, I wouldn't mind getting bribed by Musk, you know.
1: <laughs> no, so, the, so this kid counteroffers with saying, um, what do you call it, so if you give me a job and 10K, I'll, I'll do it. Musk goes, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Next thing you know, Uber hires a kid. To do what? To create it, to track cars and airplanes for like the company, like track where the cars are, where, where they need to be, stuff like that. That's sick. I
0: mean, a kid that, I mean, that isn't that like a felony or something?
1: Tracking Uh, somebody? Well, you see, the thing with US law is that it's very old school. They don't have a lot of stuff on tech. So, yeah still in other news actually um i'm not sure if you do, if you code yourself but something weird happened actually so uh i was co- i was coding and and normally i code like stuff like chats so there and i'm gonna try to simplify this as much as i can but there's this little thing called JS javascript and you use it to create fake usernames right like as to test your apps and test your stuff right so i i i started using this Right, it's, I started using it while I was programming. And it goes like, and first of all, the version was 666. I'm like, okay, sure. But that was a red flag. And then it doesn't work. Now, quite obviously, I go like, oh, hey, that's just me. I I forgot, I didn't code it right, right? So I spend the next hour trying to fix my code. It doesn't work. Now I'm mad. Now I'm really mad. So, I'm, so I go to where the code's written. So this thing called open source, and you can see everyone's code. So I went to see the code of FakerJS and it says uh, endgame. Like, huge and large says end game. I go, like, um, okay. And all the code gone. And then at the bottom in the description, it goes, like, what happened to Aaron Swartz? I go, like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what? Just happened?
0: Yes. Yeah. That For the record, weird. Aaron Swartz uh... is
1: like this huge tech guy. Yeah. Yeah. So so I was actually researching it after that. And it turns out what happened is, so the guy didn't get paid. Like, he he was like a big developer or whatever. And he didn't get paid for it. So he he said, a few uh, big companies are using my code. Like, Fortune 500 companies are using my code. But they aren't paying me for it. So I'm going to stop putting my code up for everyone to see. I'm getting rid of it. Too bad, sad. That's summarization. Uh,
0: I mean... If you're not getting paid, that's a reasonable thing to do. Yeah, but I mean, like he put
1: it there for everyone to use. Like I, I understand the point, but like still, he like hurts so many people, like me, people who do, who aren't Fortune 500 companies, and they just and they just want something that works.
0: Yeah, that makes sense because it, it is open source code, and it and it is for everyone. So yeah, yeah but Fortune 5, I'm sure he didn't intend for Fortune 500 companies yeah, to yeah, use it. Yeah, I'm sure
1: he just intended yeah I'm pretty sure he just intended for average old like me to use it yeah yeah
0: but but after all it's his code and yeah he you still, know, he, could he, do, he still
1: got the rights over it yeah 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 oh, by way but uh did you hear about did you hear about what happened with the uh, uh what do you call it the perseverance rover no actually really it was like all over again um I think it was what you call it oh yeah it choked. <laughs> the perseverance rover choked on a piece of rock uh does it eat rocks <laughs> <laughs> finally when i heard that headline oh. i heard that headline once i go like what the but no it turns out it was uh so you know how it collects rock samples so the tube that collects it a piece of dust got stuck in it and now it can't close so it's like oh it's like eating something and then all stuck all of, a sudden you, all of a sudden, you can't close your mouth and you, and just stuck open. Your mouth is stuck open. It's kind of like that. Um, <laughs> so, so, I, I'm not sure what happened to it. That was, like, a really long time ago. But, like, how, yeah, basically, it choked for itself. How are they going to fix that? I have no clue. I just heard the headline. I go, like, cool, cool,
0: oh, Yeah. <laughs> So why would it eat rocks in the first? place? Okay,
1: no, that was a no, that was metaphor. That was That was a metaphor. Come on, pal. That was a metaphor.
0: Yeah, nice.
1: It, that was that was just uh, that it just it was uh, collecting rock samples, and it couldn't close the it couldn't close the mouth for collecting rock samples. The tube, it couldn't close the tube.
0: Wait, so that's perseverance, the new one? Yeah, the new one. I I was thinking curiosity.
1: No, no perseverance. So How are
0: they gonna fi- How are they gonna fix that?
1: I don't know. Maybe they'll Maybe they'll turn it back and forward a few times, and then until totally it loosens up. I don't know, but that was a long time ago. But yeah, like a rock got stuck in the valve. Nice. <laughs> nice. I know if that's so nice for the engineers there. They're going like, "Come on, we spent billions of dollars on this thing. Just to make sure it's absolutely perfect, and then it breaks."
0: Uh, oh yeah, that has gotta hurt.
1: Yeah, I guess that's the thing. You prepare, you prepare yeah. for the worst, and all this comes worse. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're not happy about it.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's very quiet yeah. now. And awkward. Yeah. Okay, kind of. then. so. And actually, I don't know when our, when our viewers are going to be seeing this, but it's getting late. So, we want to pull this up. To- wrap it up. Okay. Okay, well, so, like I was saying, it's time to put it to a wrap. Okay, I'm in Kapoor. And we're signing out from the Curiosity Network Podcast.
0: Uh, all right. Bye, guys. See you later.